Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast. This is your host, frickin' Mark Taylor. Grab a beard, stay a while, and we do anything. We go from all genres, man. We go from Duran Duran and Metallica. So party on, dude. So just before you get into this episode, to let you guys know, I was kind of drunk on whiskey while we were recording a Van Halen episode. There's a... In the beginning, up to the first four songs, I forgot to put my headphones in, so there's going to be a little echo, so it'll get better after then. And then when I'm looking up song lyrics, a freaking Linkin Park song starts playing in the background, so man, give me a break, man. This is what happens on live podcasts, because I don't edit that much, man. I just call it, that's why I call it Freeform Rock Podcast, man. You guys have a, have a great day, and I was just giving you the heads up. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Freeform Rock Podcast. This is frickin' Mark Taylor, and today I have a guest, a uh, big-time Van Halen lover that I always fight with because I like Hagar, too. Uh, uh, introduce yourself. Hey, uh, this is Johnny Vogan here. You guys know me on uh, Mojo Dojo, Van Halen Fan Club, Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Um, guys know I love Van Halen, so here representing. Yeah, and today we're going to do uh, one of my favorite albums by them, and uh, it's Van Halen too. Yes, I'm doing a David Lee Roth Van Halen album. Uh, like I always say, and Ralph always teases me. Well, I like Roth better, but I still like uh, Hagar, you know. But uh, you like it better because he's better. This is true. <laughs> I like Roth better because it's it's what I remember from Van Halen. You know, it's it's Van Halen. It's I admit when Sammy exactly. went in there, when, exactly, exactly, perfect. <laughs> when Sammy went in there, it kind of did change it to a Journey cover band. But I like Eddie still had his guitar, but the drums are kind of dumbed down, you know. But I still yeah, enjoyed he it. He had his guitar, didn't have his balls. I he did have the guitar. <laughs> I think they got better as they recorded. Each album got harder. And, to me, I think no. they. Balance was a kick-ass album. I don't. Yeah, I know you hate it, but <laughs> so well. Let's, I just let's, felt something. Let's stop stabbing me. <laughs> well, let's stop Sammy Fashion right now. We'll get into Van Halen's second studio album. It was released March twenty-third, nineteen seventy-nine. It peaked at number six, and on the and the charts spawned "Dance the Night Away" and "Beautiful Girls to Date." It sold over five million copies in the United States. Says critical reaction album has been positive as well with Rolling Stone album guide. Rolling Stone sucks, but they said good thing praising the feel good party atmosphere of of the songs. So we'll get into how did you get into Van Halen, Johnny? Well, um, Van Halen. I mean, uh, they, I was kind of a slow grower on Van Halen actually. Like my first favorite band when I was a kid was Motley Crue when I was like seven or eight, and then it was Guns and Roses for a little bit. It wasn't until my uh, like early 20s and i i knew about van halen because my dad had like van halen tapes back then he didn't even have the albums he had tapes and i you know liked it and uh was into it but just the more i listened to it the more i got into like dave and david lee roth as a person and a persona um and got more into the music i just realized that that was it for me nothing was going to top it uh and still hasn't like the last 15 years so a huge van halen fan Big fan of this album too. This would be my my second favorite Van Halen album out of uh, the albums with Roth. The because I don't consider the other ones Van Halen albums. Of 
I like how they made six, the first six albums, they call it the six pack, you know, like a, we're getting some beer going here, you know. <laughs> okay, the classic six pack, legendary. Yeah. I think that stuff's right up there with, uh, you know, legendary bands, Zeppelin status. I mean, um, it's it's really, I mean, those those six albums are, are very classic, and, and I, I love Different Kind of Truth as well, too, though, but yeah, classic I love, stuff. I love A Different Kind of Truth, and... Van Halen is like the American Zeppelin, you know, compared. To, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Freaking Aerosmith can't compare to the first six albums from Van Halen, you know. I love Aerosmith though, but they did get a little. I, yeah, I even I like their eighties <laughs> So they didn't do it for me though, like Van Halen did. Yeah, Van Halen. Just, Van Halen with yeah. Roth just has that swagger and that that freaking fuck you. Uh, let's get let's get shit faced and mm-hmm. rock, you know. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got into Van Halen because I, um, I remember I used to go to counseling after school, and my my uh, one of the counselors put in. We went on a trip, and he put on uh, "Women and Children First. I heard everybody wants some, and that was my introduction to them. But I was like, oh, let's play Journey Escape. You know, <laughs> I was like into Journey more back then, and um, yeah. And then later, Columbia House. I started. I ordered 1984, and I just fell in love with them, but. It's ironic. 1984 is my least favorite album of the Roth era now. <laughs> so, see like, that that actually that's a that's probably my fourth favorite. That's probably my fourth favorite. Honestly, and I'll get flack. I actually like 1984 probably even more than Fair Warning. I oh, uh, man. <laughs> I'm a big fan of 1984. I uh, love that album. Um, just think it's perfect. Perfect album. It just got played out though. You too many hot for teacher. All the videos were just all over MTV, man. It it did, but I mean the songs I like are the Top Jimmies, the Drop Dead Legs. I mean House of Pain. I think those songs are just just awesome songs. Those are my favorite three off the album right there. Yeah. But I never get tired of Hot for Teacher Jump. I go, eh, I've heard this too many times. <laughs> Occasionally, occasionally. It's funny when I ask people at work. I said, "What's your? Do you know Van Halen?" They go, "No." I said, "You don't know Jump?" And I start saying, "Oh, I know that song." Of course you do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So they don't really know. The kids today don't know shit. It's like freaking sucks. All right, let's get into this great album by Van Halen, and we'll start with track number one, uh, cover of uh, Linda Linda Rodstadt. And I think it's a lot better than Linda Rodstadt. What do you think of it? I love this version. This was actually written um, before Linda did it. It was done by a couple other people. It was written by a Clint Ballard and some Motown people, I think, kicked it around. Linda did the popular version of it. <clears throat> I love it. I think it, it's probably my uh, my second favorite Van Halen cover next to Ice Cream Man. But good story. Uh, Ted Templeman, it was Ted Templeman's idea for them to do this song, and he brought it to the band to do this song and um they had done it back in the club days just like linda did it i mean kind of like uh linda did it but when they ended up recording it it came out a lot different i love this version i love this song i think it's a, a good opener um my second favorite cover that they did uh i just think it kicks ass i think it's dave's got a lot of swagger in it i mean uh i love the band i mean I think it's a great song, great way to open the album. 
Yeah, Your thoughts. I agree, and I don't think I said the song, the track name. You're no good. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, you're no good. Yeah, this is a great, great cover. I love the way Dave sing, sings it, and I love Michael Anthony's background vocals. You're no good, no good. Got those high, high. What, mm -hmm. Van, what Van Halen is lacking. Wolf does a comparable job, but you you can't. Michael Anthony has, is part of the Van Halen sound, man. I hear, I know you're going to kill me for this. I hear it in Chickenfoot when his backgrounds come in, and I miss it. I, I wish they would just can bury their fucking pride. Fucking Wolf is in Tremonti now. Just bring Mikey <laughs> back and get fucking go on a final tour well, or something. Isn't, isn't, uh, isn't Mark Tremonti back with Alter Bridge now, though? I mean, I, third yeah, thought, I doing, thought they were doing something. Yeah, but. Tremonti just released a new, another album with Wolf. He released two albums with Wolf so far on bass. And I yeah, like, he, I like Michael Anthony. I would have no problem with Mike being back in the band. I, I like Wolf in the band. Um, I don't think we would have had a different kind of truth without Wolf in the band, but I'm always in the Eddie category. I think it's a blend. I think those backing vocals are really, I mean, I think Michael's a big part of it, but I think Eddie's in there too. Um, you know, I, I think, but no, no, no disrespecting uh, Michael Anthony's background vocals. I agree with you 100%. I mean, just awesome. Sounds awesome. Yeah, but. And I, I couldn't say about Chickenfoot because I've never heard it. Yeah, it's like if you hear Chickenfoot, <laughs> man, you hear that Van Halen background vocal, man. You hear Mikey. You know, I could I could point him out, <laughs> and I know freaking Joe Satri I know Joe Satriani's not singing no fucking uh, background vocals. Like I you're, sing. you're right about that. You're right have about you, that. Have but you heard him know, sing? <laughs> I will never hear Chicken Foot. Flying in the Blue Dream. <laughs> he sounded like ZZ Top. <laughs> and then we then we get into the next track, "Dance the Night Away." What do you think about this song? Oh, it's a great song. I mean, I, this is this is my second favorite Van Halen album. So it's like this is my second favorite album of all time. I'm talking about here. So uh, I like "Dance the Night Away." Uh, <clears throat> great story behind the song. This was, I believe, I had all my notes when we were gonna do this the other day, but now I got kind of discombobulated after that Bills win. I've been going at it for a while, but uh, I believe this is the only song that wasn't around before. Um, uh, Van Halen won. I mean, this wasn't one of the songs that Gene did with them in the studio. There's a lot of lore about it. I mean, it's been said uh, that the band watched a chick get screwed up against a wall, and um, then she, she came into the club and they were playing and danced all night with her pants on backwards. And then I, and Dave said a couple years ago that that wasn't quite true. It was in the back of a truck, and then she came into the club. and So whatever. There's a lot of lore around the creation of the song. I think it's a, a great song. I think it kind of shows there real early um, they could go pop. I mean, they could do a great pop song. I mean, this hit like number six or something on the charts. Um, it's probably, love all the songs on the album, probably if I had to say my least favorite on the album, this probably be it because it's just a little bit, you know, a little bit too soft for me. Um, I love it, but if I had to pick a weak link, I mean, I guess this would be it. I, I love but that the, would be with a gun. That would be with a gun to my head. Yeah, I love the groove Alex Van Halen hits on this song though. You just got that groove going, you know. Oh yeah. And then another thing, Michael Anthony's background vocals with Eddie, I guess. You know, you're dance, dance, not away. 
They were perfect complement yeah, to great. rock. This man. is a great background. This is a great song for their backing vocals. Absolutely, they sound great. Yeah, I, I love this song. There's not one. There's not a Roth era song that I skip. And I will say it. Tell you the truth, I do skip some Sammy songs here and there. <laughs> David Lee. So I like. I've seen. I've seen Van Halen with uh, Wolf uh, once, and it was awesome. I was happy to finally see David Lee Roth with Halen, but I was disappointed I didn't see him with Mikey. And I saw David Lee Roth on the Skyscraper tour, which was freaking phenomenal, man. I had a shirt that said... Oh, I would love to see that. I, I never got to see that. I've seen him with Dave, but I would have loved to see Dave solo. Holy yeah, shit. He had a boxing ring in the middle of the forum, and he was up there, like, boxing oh, yeah. and singing. And then he surfed oh, back to the stage on a surfboard over the audience. Oh, yeah, that was the California girls, surfing yeah. back and all that, yeah. And then he... Uh, yeah, that's like... I had a shirt. My mom turned pink. I was so pissed. It said... Uh, Every man's nightmare, every girl's dream, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah. Then we get into track number three, which is one of my. I love this song, man. Somebody get me a doctor. What do you think about this one? Love somebody get me a doctor. Fucking absolute classic. It actually is my favorite. Um, I would, let's say it's my favorite off the album. Love it. Not my favorite off the album, but it's my favorite live track that they did uh, during the um, the Diver Down tour, like the Ausfest. You can see it if you go on YouTube, where they did a medley with, like, Somebody Give Me a Doctor and Girl Gone Bad and uh, I'm So Bad. And it was all put together, and Dave and Eddie just just kicked ass. And Dave and Mike, too. I mean, if you, if you uh, go to YouTube... Watch the uh, Fest performance of uh, Somebody Getting You a Doctor. I mean, it's just awesome. It's my favorite live song um, during that era. I mean, they're not doing it like that anymore. But um, back in that time, I mean, it was just a really kick-ass live song. And I love it on the album. I think it's just awesome. I mean, it's a real Eddie showcase, too. I mean, Ed's playing on it is just, just so great, so awesome. David's lyrics, man. I love his lyrics, man. Nobody writes lyrics like David. So insinuating and so, like, he walks the borderline of being a freaking porno sometimes on his lyrics, you know? <laughs> ah, unbelievable lyricist. I mean, that's, that's, that's to me, I mean, definitely, I mean, strong point of David Lee Roth. I mean, great, great lyricist. Amazing lyricist. Yeah, I call him Rothisms. Nobody has Rothisms, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I call those screams rockisms too. Some of those screams, I mean, you can't top that shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I know I can't do it. But he, uh, I think he has a thing where you could go on, uh, you could buy his screams, <laughs> you know, his little wah, wah. I have, I have on my phone, I have the soundboard. I have a David Lee Ross soundboard on my phone. Oh, that's cool. I could produce that at any, at any point. I'll be sitting in a meeting, I'll be somewhere. I could just put out a fucking Dave scream. Works okay. out great. You should send me the link awesome. to that. I want it. <laughs> well, I will. I actually had to pay for it, though, but it was only like a was cheap. Yeah, I, I don't mind paying for it. Daily Ross screams are awesome. And then, um, yeah, somebody get me a doctor. I love this. Somebody get me a doctor. You know, freaking the soul on this song is great. You know, these songs are so... Oh, the solo's The songs are so short on this album, man. It's like, they seem, but they seem to last forever, you know? It's like... You're not disappointed when it's over. 
You're ready for the. I mean, what's next is is great. I mean, they just track after track after track with this album. Yeah, it's hard for me I mean, to pick a favorite song. I go from somebody get me a doctor to light up the sky, women in love, beautiful girls, dance the night away. You know, it's like, what do I pick? <laughs> Out of love again? You know, <laughs> I, I I limit myself. I'll pick a favorite from side one or a favorite from side two. That's what I do. Uh, it's hard for me to pick a favorite song off these albums. They're and classic. Then, and then we get to Bottoms Up. Oh, baby, Bottoms Up. So what do you think of this song? Classic fucking song. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, just It's just the, the, the party attitude. This is a total party album. I mean, this album is like a summertime, sitting back at the beach. I mean, kind of like a David Lee Roth, an enhanced version of, like, Crazy from the Heat. That's one of my summertime albums I love to listen to, like Crazy from the Heat. Um, Van Halen one too, but this one is like just such a party album, and Bottoms Up is just like just exemplifies like Van Halen in this time period, like their lifestyle, Dave's lifestyle, the whole band really, and uh, it's so great. And it's also pure Templeman. I mean, you can hear when they're doing the oh, my, 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 my baby Bottoms Up, like there's some there's some fuck ups in there. And Dave starts laughing, and and uh, but they laughed it in because it's perfect. I mean, it still is, is perfect left in there like that. I mean, and I think that's some of the genius of Templeman. And I mean, I think he did that. Uh, there's a few tracks he did that on where you know there was some mistakes. You know, um, wasn't perfect, but uh, just the recording sounded so good. Production was great. Yeah. So, I mean, I love. What's up? Yeah, it's a great party out party album, man. He's like, it's not like fucking, what, uh, Fresh Prince, <laughs> Summertime, <laughs> fuck that shit, you know, this is a real party right, album, right man. Uh, I hear people talking about party anthems of the summer, I don't see any good ones anymore, you know? No, hell no, hell no. no. Nobody knows how to make a fucking party album or a summertime album like Van Halen, man. No, dude, no way, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, they were great. Dave was great too. I mean, his just—I mean, his lyrics were just so so fun, machismo. You know what I mean? So ballsy, and uh, just good times, man. These albums brought good times. It's great. I just uh, saw that I forgot to put in my headphones, so it's probably gonna be a little echoey till uh, bottoms up. But then I fixed it right now. <laughs> my bad. Is what it is. I was drinking whiskey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. No shame in that, brother. You know what yeah, I mean? Remember you the, do what you got. Remember the Us Festival where he goes. You do a Van Halen album without drinking whiskey. <laughs> I'm doing know. the same. I know. I'm, I'm drinking, not gonna lie to you. Yeah, drinking some uh, some whiskey and uh, remember the Us Festival. I saw that on uh, YouTube where he goes. He goes. This ain't this ain't this ain't no iced tea. This is whiskey. We ain't the Clash. <laughs> That's right. We ain't the Clash, baby. And I'll tell you. I actually just saw um, on the Monsters of Rock cruise just went down. Uh, uh, Mike Tramp uh, just got up with the uh, Atomic Punks. Did yeah. a Van Halen too. I don't remember what one it was, but he redid that. He 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 took a glass. He took a swig and he said it's. I think he did it different though. He said, "Oh man, it's iced tea." And uh, it was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. Then they did a he did a number with the Atomic Punks on the Monsters Rock cruise, but it was good. Yeah, did you have you seen the Clash, man? They wear suits and ties now. It's like, dude, they were I so have not. I have not. When they got inducted to the Hall of Fame, they looked so fucking old, man. And they were fucking, 
right there with Van Halen. Van Halen still looks younger than they do, man. They look like they're out of it and fucking old and don't know what to fucking Who's, do. Is Joe Strummer still... I don't even know. Is Joe Strummer still alive? No, Joe Strummer died, but the other guys, man, just yeah. looked like they were freaking ready for the casket. And that was like about six, seven yeah, years I, ago. I I'm not a huge fan any... of Flash songs, but... Yeah, I like a couple songs. I, I try to listen to them sometimes. I like some albums. I would say there's some albums I actually like, but I mean... I, I've I haven't listened to it in a while. But they just they just seem so fake to me, you know? They just seem so really fake that they were just faking shit to make money. Kinda like Britney Spears or whatever. <laughs> well that that Us Fast is a perfect example. I mean Van Halen was the biggest band in the world. They got the a bigger contract and the the Clash wanted more money. Yep. Uh, and cried about it. So I mean perfect example. Yeah, and then we get to track number five, Out of Love Again. What do you think of this one? Out of Love Again, I think, is awesome. This is my favorite track on the first side of the album. I think it absolutely kicks ass. I think it's a perfect David Lee Roth track. I think it's just dripping with, like, Dave Swagger. Uh, I think it's awesome. And I think Ed's guitar work is, is awesome. I mean, just the riffs are great. I mean, it's just an awesome song. I mean, this this is my, my favorite song on the first track of the album. I think... Uh, just awesome track, man. Love it. Yeah, it's love a great it. song. I like a out of love again. He pauses, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, he's got that. He said, "Wait for it. Wait for it again." Yeah. And, and again, I mean, I mean, uh, Addie and Michael Anthony coming in, you know, with those backing vocals, you know, coming right in there, like with, you know, did you, you know what I mean, coming right back in there, did you know, you? it's yeah. perfect. Yeah, it's a freaking great rocker, man. And Eddie's guitar work is always great, man. And then we get into number six, Light Up the Sky. What do you think of this one? Well, this would be now, because I listen on vinyl. Now I'm flipping the track over, or I'm flipping the record over. And Light Up the Sky, this is my favorite song on the album. Love this song. One of my favorite Van Halen songs. And uh, just absolutely fucking killer to see this brought out. Um, last summer because it, has, it hadn't been brought out in concert since uh, uh, I think this tour um, and you know they played it they opened the show with it um, and it was awesome it was awesome and uh, I just love the song I love the lyrics I mean the lyrics are some of Dave's more uh, I mean they're just they're just very surreal lyrics and uh I love like Alex is Alex really shines in this one. I mean, and Dave when when Alex has some drum parts when they were playing live last summer, Dave every show would be like, "This is the best part of the song." When Alex hit his little drum solo, I mean, it was awesome. So I think this is a great song. It's my favorite song on the album. It's really one of my all-time favorite Van Halen songs. I mean, uh, I just think it's killer, and I love the lyrics too. Dave lyrics just rule. Yeah, that's a great song, man. It's like the beginning when he goes, yeah, we're all fast breakers coming out of the gates, taking chances. Uh, we're the crash and burn. Yeah, with the crash and burn. Yeah, the, the there is a way with the beauty, but you never gave love. Cross the line where none returned. Oh, I watched my television, almost lost my mind. And then the background vocals, it said, open your eyes, leave it all behind. Awesome. Awesome. Great yeah. lyrics, man. Nobody can write lyrics it's like this. Back shit. with like wolves at my door. I mean, it's it's just it's just it's just great, really. I mean, that's it's one of my favorite Van Halen songs. I always have a tough time like saying what's your favorite, 
can't really always pick a favorite song, like love a song, but th- I can definitely say this is one of them. And it's my favorite song on the album, for sure. Yeah, that's my favorite. I think it's one. I can't be like I told you, it's hard for me to pick it. I go from this one and two other ones. But I, I just love how it says, come see your children. Yeah, they're lighting up the sky. You won't recognize them anymore. I wonder if he's talking about, like, they're uh, rocking out or what. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I think so. I mean, I just picture kids at concerts with uh, lighters lit, you know what I mean? I don't know why. You know, something like that. But I will say, I mean, no, no spoiler word here, because I've already, already said how much I love this album. I, I think that this side, side two of Van Halen 2, is probably my favorite side of any album. I think the side is perfect. I mean, side one was great, but I think this side of the album is probably the the best side of any Van Halen album that they've done. And that's tough because my favorite album is Van Halen one. I think it's 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 tough to beat, but this is some perfect shit right here that we're talking about. Yeah, it's a great fucking song, man. And then we get to Spanish Fly, where it shows Eddie that he could he could do more than shred. What do you think about this one? The song's amazing. This is Steve Vai's favorite Van Halen song, so Steve Vai says, and um, it's, it's fucking sweet. It's um, supposedly Eddie did this on one take, on an acoustic guitar, one take, did this, just laid it down. Um, I love it. I think it's awesome. I don't necessarily like it as much as Eruption, even though Eruption's kind of played out. I mean, I guess you would say, when you see it live, Eddie doesn't do it. He, he does a little, you know, Spanish Fly Diddy, but it's on an electric guitar, so it's not the same. You know what I mean? I would love to see Eddie, and I don't know that he ever did it, um, break out an acoustic guitar and fucking do this, because it's amazing. It's an amazing, amazing piece. I mean, just like a classical, classical piece of music. And, uh, you know, I'd love to see him just break out an acoustic guitar and just hit this live. I mean, maybe he's done it. I don't know. But, you know, from all the footage I've seen, the the shit that I've read, I've never heard that Eddie's ever done Spanish Fly live on an acoustic, you know, during any of their tours. We need to ask Dr. Fuck if he's ever done it live. Or Ian Wadley. Yeah, Ralph would know. Ralph would know. Ralph would know. Ian probably he is the great sage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. But uh, I like the song. I mean, I think it's a great a great instrumental piece for this album. I think it flows really nice. I think the, the whole side of this album just flows together great. And uh, like uh, Steve Vai says, like this this song is, is just perfect. I mean, it's just the piece is perfect, and it's his favorite Van Halen song, and he has tons of respect for Eddie. So Lucky that's shit. enough for me. Steve Vai is awesome, man. Steve what are your thoughts? Yeah, I I like this song a lot. I think he said something is like a tribute to like, like Jimi Hendrix or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of fucked up a little bit right now. <laughs> I'm on this drinking hey, some whiskey, you, brother. No worry. Yeah, it's, well, you got to do yeah, I... album, you know. <laughs> and then we get to DOA. You want it uh, dead or alive? What do you think of this one? It's just fucking David Lee Roth classic, man. I mean, Roth classic, storytelling lyrics. I mean, at the end of the song, I'm a spark on the horizon. I mean, that's it, just a classic, classic song to tell the story. And then at the end, just throw in, as the song's closing out, I'm a spark on the horizon. Probably my second favorite song on the album. Um, probably be, uh, I would rank a light up the sky, out of love again. 
then probably DOA. DOA is a classic. I mean, every Van Halen fan, every Roth fan just loves this song because it's just dirty. It's grimy. I mean, it's just Dave being gritty with those lyrics. And it's, it's and it was around, you know, this is one of their first songs. I mean, uh, they were playing this in Dave's dad's basement. I mean, it's one of their first songs they, they were around doing, you know. So I love it. I mean, no surprise. I love every song on the album. But, the, yeah, I love the song. I think it's awesome. A great song, man. I like how he says a dirty face kid in a garbage can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, man, fuck, this guy is, I think he's going back to some Bon Scott with some of these lyrics. <laughs> I know. I know. Fucking Bon Scott always wrote about being broke. Fucking Cadillac got no gas, you know. <laughs> Dave, I mean, Dave was, you gotta know what Dave was doing. I mean, who, he was such a character. I mean, he was, you know, obviously, you know, he grew up very wealthy. I mean, his dad was a, a on the lifestyles of rich and famous as a as a, a dentist, like a famous dentist. And uh, you know, the Ross were always, you know, uh, very rich. But I think Dave lived uh, a lot outside of that family realm. You know, he was a uh, just quite a character. You know, you like the slum. he'll tell he'll talk about all the time how he lived in the Spanish part of town and had to. You know, go through that, and uh, you know he was all into that uh, that type of culture and music and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a freaking great. I love the great song, and I like how Dave could talk like he's poor, man. I I knew he's rich. He uh, there's a story that he begged the Van Halen brothers to be in their band, and he would buy the equipment. <laughs> yeah, I think the story is that they they needed uh, they needed his PA and. Uh, he said, "Yeah, you can borrow it, but you know, I'm I'm in the band now. You know, something like that. I mean, I know the story well, but I'm in the same boat as you right now. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's how the story goes. That's how it ended up. Yeah. And he named him. He named him Van Halen. Yeah, I think that. What did they so want he, to call themselves? Yeah. Freaking something. Uh, they were calling themselves Mammoth. Mammoth, yeah. At the time. Yeah, Van Halen's a much better name than Mammoth. <laughs> You've never seen another band name themselves Mammoth, have you?" <laughs> Well, I think I think part of it there was another mammoth. And I think that's uh-huh. part of the reason why they had to drop it. I'm not sure, but I think there was another band, and I think that was part of the controversy. So they had to get rid of that. But uh-huh. well, we got to go to Doctor Doctor Fuck the fact check, <laughs> or Ian Wadley. You know, get back to us, Ian and Doctor. I have fact checked Ian Wadley and Doctor Fuck because uh-huh. there was an on the Sammy Hagar episode of the Rock and Metal podcast. Somebody once said, Dave sings from his cock, Sam sings from his vagina. (laughs) And it was posted on a thread on the website, and somebody said, Ian said it. No, Ralph said it. No, Ian said it. And they were even saying it. Ian was saying, Ralph said it. Ralph said, Ian said it. I went back and listened to it, and I fact-checked that shit, and it was actually Ralph said that. So (laughs) fact-checked approved. (laughs) That's funny, man. They just like to give each other, they like to build each other up, man. It's awesome. I love it. They're, they have such great chemistry, man. They're my inspiration, them and Decibel Geek, to do a podcast. Not, not the other guys that I was with. He bored me. But uh, let's get to uh, track number nine, Women in Love. What do you think of this one? Like it. I think it's a great song. I think, um, you know, you you got to listen to it. you got to listen to the lyrics and get in-depth in it because it's not... Uh, it's certainly not a love song. Mm-hmm. You know it's you know what I mean? Women in love, but all these crazy women, one more crazy night, one night's all we're given. 
leave me alone or baby stay the night you know what I mean mm-hmm. I might be close to those lyrics basically Dave's saying look I'm here for one night let's go let's you get know? fucked up and fuck you know? let's go <laughs> I, mean, I mean that's pretty much it so I mean it's certainly no uh, no love song even though it's and Eddie's got that great intro the intro to it is great yeah you know yeah. Ed's was great and, uh, it's a great song you know love it I mean uh I think it's a great song. Not my most favorite song on the album, not my least, but I like it. I think it's 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 very tongue in cheek. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, very cool. And then we yeah. and then women in love. I love the background vocals on there, and the, the guitar is kind of great, man. I like the way he just rhythm. It's a rhythm lead. It's freaking awesome. I love it. And then we get to track number ten, which is kind of tied for my favorite song off the album. What do you think of Beautiful Girls? Well, I mean, the song, the song at this point is iconic. I mean, the riff, Dave's lyrics, I mean, the, I mean, it's part of what it gives this whole album the vibe that it, that it has. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's a great song. I mean, the, the, the riff is classic to open up the song. I mean, Dave's lyrics are classic. The backing vocals are unbelievable. Um, it's just a great song. I mean, and it's just a fun song. It's such a party song. I mean, it, it doesn't get any better than this. I mean, uh, it's not my favorite song on the album, but damn, it's a great song. I mean, I love this. I I crank this song all the time, especially in the summertime. I mean, it's such a great song. You're at the beach, hanging out. God damn it, if I don't ever listen to Beautiful Girls. I mean, two beach songs, I'm, I'm penciling every time I'm at the beach. Coconut Grove. Uh, from Crazy from the Heat and Beautiful Girls, absolute must. I mean, just summertime fun. So I think it's awesome. Your thoughts? Yeah, man, these lyrics, man. I'm on the seaside sitting, just smoking and drinking. I'm ringside on top of the world. Uh, top of the world. I got a drink in the hand. I got my toes in the sand. All I need is a beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. Those background vocals, man. They, they the said, background vocals is killer on this one. Fuck yeah. It's like... Uh, it's like describing what you see at the beach, man. This is a fucking, this is like a, one of the number one fucking summer songs right here, man. Sitting, drinking, watching the fucking parade of awesome bikini-clad women coming well, I by know. you. That's what I see at the beach. It's what Dave sees. Because if you ever like seen the crazy from the heat autobiography, I mean, Dave just is, he's when he's at the beach, there's beautiful women everywhere. And I'm at so, the I mean, he's, fucking... just, he's beautiful <laughs> girls everywhere. Well, I go to Scummington Beach, so Huntington Beach, it's not that nice, but he goes to the, the Malibu or whatever, you know. He's in, oh, he's in, in the islands, man. He's in the islands partying. Yeah, man. It must be nice. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. this is a great track to end, end the album. It makes you want more, you know, like uh, Ralph and oh, Ian definitely. always say. You know, an album needs to end off making you want more. You know, say, what the fuck? I need more shit. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. So, um, oh, what was I going to say? Do um, you have any recommendations for our fans? And uh, what three songs would you like to play at the end of this show? What th- recommendations and three songs? Uh, you know what? I will. I'll, I'll give a couple uh, recommendations. My recommendation will be, if you haven't, if you haven't, and I think most people that are listening to this have, um, because I'm thinking you're on the, the groups that I'm in and the pages that I'm on, but if you haven't listened to Different Kind of Truth, listen to that shit because it's awesome and it rocks. 
And I actually like it better than Diver Down, frankly, I'll be honest with you. And my three recommendations uh, for songs... What are, you, what are you looking for, albums or songs? No, it's songs off this album, the three best songs you feel out. Oh, songs off this album? Yeah. Oh, absolute. My, I, I can easily say my top three songs off this album are Light Up the Sky, Out of Love Again, and... I said easily. DOA. Got Those it, are my man. three top. So, yeah, man, different definitely. kind of truth is a fucking great album. Chinatown. It is. Fucking, I love fucking. It's like the back to basics, man. So she's she like, said, "Light up the sky out of love and DOA." Right. Just want to make sure. Yeah. I'm writing it down. Those I'm are my. Those things. are my picks, man. Love I'm those. Not, love tracks. I'm not gonna edit this shit tonight. <laughs> oh, I don't blame you, man. No. And um, I want to thank you for being on the show. And I need you to do me a favor. Your friend Brian Schaefer keeps fucking stringing me along, and I'm getting pissed. Dude, I'm on. I'm I'm gonna get on him. He's supposed to do. It was his idea. He wanted to do fifty-one fifty. He wanted to bury me on the show, me defending it, and him fucking trashing it. But I'm still waiting for him. He said, "Oh, after the draft, after this, after that, after this, after that," and he keeps fucking ducking me. We had the draft, huh? Had the draft. After the draft, we had the draft. Yeah. And where's the fucking show? Listen, are you, in, are you in the Van Halen fan club group? I'm in your Mojo Dojo. You need. I'm gonna add you to my my group, Van Halen fan club. There's like twelve. There's like twelve thousand people in that group. Oh, share wow. that. Share your shit in that group. It's a big group. Cool. Yeah, I'm trying, to, yeah, trying to get him on get there. On. I want to hear. I her. will talk for you. If he knows I did it, he'll 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 get on it. Trust yeah, me, I'll he, get on. It was his idea. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I remember I saw the post. I remember I saw it. He put it up, you know. I he know said, We're gonna, I'm going to do it. <laughs> he says, I'm going to bury you. That's what he told me, man. He's going to bury me. I remember I remember the whole thing was right in the Mojo Dojo group there. I remember seeing it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll get on him. Well, I'm going to write Now that I've done it, okay, he'll, he'll do it. Yeah, good. Now that I've done it, he'll do it. Great. Now, I'm going to recommend an album that's not from Van Halen. I'm going to do MTV Unplugged 1996, Alice in Chains, man. I love these songs. Oh, acoustic. It's huh? It's an absolute classic. That's a, a that's an amazing album. It's a fucking great album. You hear these songs acoustic, man? It's fucking awesome, man. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a tough album for me to listen to. It's tough. I mean, it's tough. Because of Lane Dying? Yeah, I mean that, and it's not just Lane dying. I mean, just the way he went out. I mean, if you really look into that, it was really bad. I mean, it was just rough. Yeah. I mean, I I've got a lot of articles and stuff on that, and it was just rough. And you know, I love that band, and uh, they were a great band, you know. And that's a great show. So you know, that's the best thing to remember about them, you know. Yeah. I and they're still a great band. Yeah. Frankly, I like them now still. Black is way to blue, and the devil put dinosaurs here are pretty damn good. Yeah, I agree. And freaking the guitar player, man, he he's he was a lot of the lead too, so he had a lot of the lead with Lane, so his voice melted with him. But I agree. Him, Jerry was great. Yeah, Jerry controlled awesome. Even his solo shit's good, man. He had Robert Trujillo on one of his albums. Fucking kicked ass. Okay, and I just want to thank you, Johnny, and get on Brian for me, man. And uh, I'm going to have some more drinks. I'm going to eat dinner, and you have a great night, and fuck your bills. <laughs> Enjoy, brother. Enjoy. All right, Tough man. loss for you. All right, Bye. take it easy, man. Thanks.
Those are some kick-ass tracks. Now I want to promote some podcasts from my friends. We got Metal Raps. We got the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast with Dr. Fuck, Rob Vieira, and Ian Wadley. One-on-one with Mitch LaFon. Talking Metal, Cheap Trick with Cheap Track with Ken Mills. And in Podkiss, The Kiss Room. Focus on Metal, Decibel Beat with Aaron. With Aaron Camaro and uh, Chris Sintek. And in Zilch, a Monkey's Podcast. And then I'd like to also promote the Shitty Trunk Podcast and the Cassius Morris Show, man. These guys are kick-ass podcasts, and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and God bless you, man.